your lovely Abby Dagren. Abby, 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 and welcome back to my podcast, lovely. Today, I will be doing a natal chart analysis on Meghan Markle. I will be speaking on her characteristic traits, as well as her personality traits, and how a lot of it has dealt with her success. And as well as a lot of things in her life. So please stay tuned for the rest of my podcast. Down below I will have a link. Or if you're on Anchor you will have a link up above that shows my link tree. And you'll be able to see all my social media accounts as well as my SD store and my PayPal. Now let's get right into the podcast lovelies. Meghan Markle was born on August 4th, 1984, so this qualifies her to be a Leo, and you know that Leo is ruled by the sun, so having a Leo in the sun section, it's exalted, so it's a very great placement, and with this, they have a very passionate vibe, has a very warm vibe, and this is something that deals with the sun, you know the sun is very warm. Having passion is something that they love. Being very bold about what they believe in is something that they are as well. They're very intense and they love being the center of attention. And this really helps because they're Leos and Leos is something that is ruled by the sun. So getting attention is not hard for them to get. And being in the spotlight is something that they appreciate and it's also something that really comes to them in an easy way so this explains Megan next up is her moon in Libra and with this placement she tends to be very irresistible she tends to be very intelligent very funny very charismatic and she tends to always be sociable that's a part of being a Libra being sociable and letting people like you she hates being alone and that's something that is the reason why Libras tend to be sociable because they don't really like being by themselves especially in the moon placement being creative is something that she really enjoys she's very gentle very friendly and tends to have a perfectionist mindset she could be inspiring and very appealing sometimes very forgetful however it is overruled by being charming self-indulgent and having the separation of the head and the heart which is something that's hard for someone with a moon in libra next up is her mercury in leo so it's great that she has the leon sun and the leon mercury so she's able to speak on what she means so with this placement she may have an authoritative speaking voice and she may draw a crowd with her incredible sense of being having this placement she always tends to have the quality dynamic in her voice so she usually may give speeches and she may love her own voice as well you can tell when she's either happy or sad because she's going to express that And she tends to be very uplifting, very motivating, very enthusiastic, a very strong person. She's lively and she likes to speak more than she loves to listen. And she's great at building confidence. So this really describes her way of communicating with people. 
Next up is her Venus in Virgo, and since it's an Earth sign, she tends to take relationships very seriously, and she will do whatever is necessary to make sure that her significant other is happy and that they are okay in the relationship. She does not really like to boast a lot, and she doesn't like superficiality. She doesn't like to play mind games. She is literally like, a, like just straight up tell me, do you like me or not? She's not overly romantic, but she's the type of person who's easy to make happy. She doesn't just jump into relationships easily. She tries to be helpful and she needs to be appreciated for all the little things that she does. She tends to be very neat, clean, and tidy, very practical, very knowledgeable, and down-to-earth, which explains her placement. Next up is her Mars and Cancer, and with this, she tends to be persistent and will try to mold the situation to suit her emotional needs. So. Whether the situation it is, she's going to make sure that her emotional needs are being met and that anything around her is okay. She's going to make sure that she has a rich imagination. She's going to make sure she has caution when dealing with certain things. She does have a little sensitivity to herself, which is something that comes with being a water sign in certain placements. She has empathy and tries her best to understand others. She loves to create things that is beneficial to others and she loves to do things that are very creative and she does have an ambitious side to her and being ambitious is something that really keeps her going in this section. Next up is her Jupiter and Libra and with this placement she has the ability to listen to all sides of the story before she makes a decision. She's going to make sure that everyone is being heard. She's not going to be biased when looking at all sides of a situation. She's going to make sure that this person's being listened to and the other person's being listened to. And based off of the listening, she's going to be able to make her decision. And that's something that people appreciate about her. And even though at times people will say, oh, she's very indecisive because sometimes... You know, making decisions can come with making a decision. And sometimes that's hard with a Libra placement. However, people around her really do appreciate her listening to them and getting to see both sides of the situation. So when she makes a decision, people are going to be like, you know what? Like, we respect it. And she more than likely is right. Next up is her Saturn in Libra. So she has a stellium in Libra. And because of this placement, she will make sure that she bends backwards to make sure she makes the right decision with anything in life. So more than likely, with anybody with this placement of Saturn and Libra, when they make a decision, just know that they not only have great judgment and they have great intuition, but they made sure they listed the pros and the cons to make sure that this was what they wanted to do. And they make sure that the decisions is not only great for themselves, but also for others as well. And also that they're able to be gracious, be civilized, and be relatable and fair after making the decision. So people won't really take offense to it and people will be able to understand where they're coming from after making a decision. 
Next up is her Uranus and Scorpio, and with this placement, she tends to be a rebel. And it's a good thing you can see with um, any placement. Anyone with this placement, they tend to have rebel tendencies, and it's so beautiful because it just sets a precedent for other people. For example, with her and her husband leaving the royal family in England, that's something that no one has really ever done other than Princess Diana, but other than that, no one else has done that. And she's always the type of person that goes against the grain and will come up with new and insightful ideas. This is something that has to do with rebirth, has to do with feeling everything and seeing everything deeply and very spiritually. And I really believe that she lives up to this placement, and she's the best example of someone with this placement. Next up is her Neptune and Sagittarius, and with this placement, she tends to thrive on a variety of exciting things, uplifting, and things that are able for her to learn. So this is a Sagittarius placement. This obviously has Sagittarius energy. So being able to have things that are exciting and do things that are exciting, do things that are fun, learning new things is something that comes with Sagittarius energy. She loves to investigate new things and get involved in things that people probably would have never done in a previous generation. And at times people can say people with this place and have the most extreme ideas when pursuing something. However, usually... They're able to prove people wrong and other people in different generations will look at them and be like, oh, I want to be like this person. Next up is her Pluto in Libra. Since she was born between 1972 and 1984, she is a part of Generation Y. And this makes her more of a person that wants harmony, symmetry, agreement, and pleasantness. She may talk about transformed relationships and she may talk about things that deal with politics. And she loves to find a common ground. She wants cooperation. And peace is something that she really would love to look at. And she likes to compromise. And having change in society's attitude towards marriage and interpersonal relationship is also energy that comes with the Pluto and Libra. And the power to inherit making emotional commitments is not centered lightly. And people will look at this placement and see that just because they have this placement, it doesn't mean that they're in a relationship only for emotional, but also to get to know the person. Next up is her North Node in Leo and in order for her to uncover her hidden gifts and talents, she will need to focus on having individuality, the willingness to take center stage, following one's heart desire, straining one's willpower, enthusiasm, having self-confidence, taking risks, relating to the childlike quality in others, enjoying life and having fun, looking at life as a game, being brave, Connecting to her heart and not ignoring it and choosing to depend solely on her mind. Identifying with the child within her. Exploring her creativity. Not being afraid of love. 
inspire and lead others through her act of courage, letting go of the need of detachment, and surrounding herself with people who love her, admire her, and believe in her. So this is something that she will need to develop. Next up is her Chiron in Taurus. And with this placement, she tends to have the wound of things disappearing out of her life and having to do with her self-worth, having to do with people in her life who did things to her or took things away from her. And at times, it could be the lack of wealth or the absence of a strong value system. And because of this, having the absence of something important in her life, she may like to grasp onto stuff now that she's older and make sure that she's never lacking in something. So this is something that she will need to heal and work on and get to have a better understanding of who she is as a person. And being able to heal this is possible and she'll be able to make sure that her life will be better with being healed of this. Next up is her rising in Cancer. And with this placement, she has a similar aura about herself. It's so familiar that other people are like, wow, like I've seen this before. She's sensitive to her surroundings. She may seem shy when first meeting strangers. She's very caring and sweet. When drawn, can be moody, insecure, sensitive when she's withdrawn. She does need structure and security in order for her to live a happy life. She does not normally do casual relationships. She loves a relationship where she's committed 100% to and that per person's committed 100% to her as well. She's a great listener and enjoys conversation. She enjoys comfort and possibly collecting. And she also loves to be protective of her loved ones. So this describes her in the best way in regards to her rising sign. Last but not least is her Midheaven in Aries. And the top three successful Midheavens are Aries, Capricorn, and Leo. So with this, she's going to make sure that she has full confidence in her occupation. She's courageous and she's going to be impulsive when it comes to her career. She's going to make sure that no one stands in the middle of it. And she's going to fight against anything in order for her career to come into life and into existence. She's going to make sure that regardless of what comes her way, she's going to fight. She's always going to have the spotlight on her. And her reputation is going to be of a fearless leader. And someone who makes a path of her own and she doesn't need anyone else to make a path for her. And she thrives on careers that calls for creative solutions and eases her impulses. That's all I have for you lovelies today in regards to Meghan Markle's natal chart. Please let me know in the comments and in the comment voices, messages, how you felt about the podcast today. And also make sure you go and press on my link tree so you can see everything on there. I love you all. Please stay safe and healthy. And I will see you guys in my next podcast. Bye, lovelies.